With that. I have no idea. <laughs> like a trick daddy. Right. Well, we got step five. <laughs> <laughs> that was a slip and slide. Slip and slide records. Mm. Mm. Those were better times, huh? I guess so, yeah. Right? We, I mean, we were kids, so we ain't had no worries. I was rocking. <laughs> to all my people on the ground. The world. Get down. All right, yo, uh, welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. As always, I'm here with Britt. Well, you say your own name, right? You yelled whatever. at me last time. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> just, I just wait to see if I got it. <laughs> right, jump okay. in, right? Okay. It's like double dutch. You're like trying to find your spot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of double dutch, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see Cameron getting it? Yo, he was getting it. <laughs> I was like, yo, sh- yo, I cannot double dutch. I, I never can't. learned that. I never learned how. Um, I didn't grow up around enough black people. <laughs> Same. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah, he was pretty good. He started like mm-hmm. doing tricks and stuff. Right. I said, okay, sir. Who would have known? Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the BC Podcast. Um, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming to rock out with us again. Yeah. Another week. I uh, hope everything's going well. hope this podcast finds you in a good space. We just finished Yoga Sundays with my little sister, Alyssa, mm-hmm. and she did her thing. Yeah. So again, if you all want to come and just level yourself, get grounded. I'm trying to learn the, the terminology as we go along, so I actually feel like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to come and do yoga, let's keep it simple. If you want to come do yoga... Uh, we're doing it on Sundays. Just pay attention to our page. That is at BZ Podcast. Pay attention to our personal pages as well. Stay updated of when we will be continuing this. Yeah. All right. Uh, how are you, Britt? I'm chilling. No complaints over here. Yeah. How are you? My week was good. And I'm doing well today. Yeah. I was off. I'm on only Friday. focused on right now. I don't even know what happened last week. I'm just staying in the present. I mean, isn't that what we all should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. So right now, I'm chilling. That's good. <laughs> uh, I got a vent. I got a rant. Oh, all right. Let's off top. Go. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I was off Friday, and this whole week. I've been trying to figure out things to watch. Mm-hmm. And a coworker of mine told me I need to watch Black AF as fuck. Um, was, she, was she really excited telling you to watch it? Yeah, it was in text. So, you know, you can't really like oh. get the, the, the cadence. She like, oh, but she was like, it's this. great. You got to watch this. I heard it in her voice. So she was oh. excited, right? Mm. And... I can't get over the title. <laughs> I can't. I started watching it for like five minutes and it's just like, I'm tired of being pandered to. A lot of times we hear the word pandered and we think we automatically think white politician mm-hmm. or white Democrat. Yeah. But like now more than ever, I feel like people in our own community are pandering to us because they know it works. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, they were saying that it's like based off his own life, but I didn't watch it. Well, I mean, he's done other stuff, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have his name. He he's about Kenya. No, is that? Yeah, something like that. Kima, Kema, something. (laughs) I don't know. Well, he did the whole line of blackish mixed mixed ish. That's he's behind those. Yeah, and I feel like is that not pandering? After a while, what is is it pandering? I mean, I think the whole the whole set is the whole the whole collection. The whole (laughs) (laughs) the whole trilogy. Yes. Right. This dude is like the Lord of the Rings of black content. Uh, I don't even want to call that black content. No. What like? Do you feel a type of way? Or is it just me? I'm I trying feel to see if like I'm alone. I don't even know if the way I feel is justified because I don't watch any of it. Because it's just. Mm-hmm. Are you as put off with the title as I am? I've been put off with the title since Blackish. Blackish. I didn't Black-ish know there was a mixed ish. Yeah, mixed ish. And I'm just like, what the? What is this ish? I don't. <laughs> All right, so I don't know. I don't want to say too much. I haven't watched it, I, but like I was scrolling on Netflix, and you know how the preview automatically plays or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it started playing, and I was like, "What the fuck? I'm not watching shit." And then that <laughs> that was the end of that. Yeah, like I just I can't get through it. All right, so that's that, right? And I have another little mini rant. Um, I saw this hashtag pay it forward, one of those copy and paste movement things. Okay. Um, and it's pretty much just asking for support for your business. So the person that posted says, "Hey, the negative impact of COVID nineteen has really affected my business, and here's my cash app. Give me money." Okay. Right. Not anywhere in this post did it tell me what your business was. Not anywhere in this post are you providing any type of service. Mm-hmm. If you don't get that bum ass copy and paste begging cup out of here, yo, like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you seen it a lot? I saw it. I've seen it twice, but it, it rubbed me that wrong. And I, it people might, that you follow. Yeah, it might have. It was on Facebook. So it might have just been it might have just been a Facebook thing. So they copy pasted and it's pretty inserted much, their cash app. Mm-hmm. And it's like I could click on your page and try to figure out your business. But. It would be helpful if you would just list what the fuck your business is and also say, hey, if you do donate, you would get this. No, nah, this is just the money grab. It's just literally like, oh, this is the this is the other pyramid scheme thing we were talking about then, I guess. Yeah, right. That was going to pop up with trying to get that little stimulus. The stimulus portion. I still, <laughs> still didn't get my stimulus check, by the way. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Not stimulated. Not stimulated. Not stimulated at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so moving on. That's my rant. Do you have anything you want to rant about? Anything piss you off this week? Oh, God. I don't remember the week, Zay. I'm focused on right now. Okay, so. Yeah. All right. I don't don't know. I really don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what happened Tuesday. I don't know. I'm good right now. I have nothing to rant about. All right. That's good. That's good. I think I ran in enough of the both of us. All right. So moving on. um, We're going to music. Drake dropped the dark demo tapes and I see people really liking it. I listened to it one time. 
so mm-hmm. far. And I'm going to reserve how deep I go into this joint. But meh. Okay. Meh. Um, I went to my friend Deanna's house. Sorry, I didn't social distance, but she's the only person who I've been around as far as like outside of me and Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to her house and we were like, oh, since they opened up the wine and spirits again in Pennsylvania. Oh, did they? Yeah, I guess they're realizing how much freaking money they look at me about to start going on a rant. (laughs) (laughs) They started realizing how much money they were losing, but it totally feels like a whole drug deal. Like, I was like, oh. What do you mean? Like, first of all, no, it feels like a drug deal slash you're calling into a radio hotline. Like, you have to, well, all of the locations weren't doing it, but like, I'm starting to see that most of them are. I went to one that's like in my neighborhood, but there's like two in my neighborhood. I don't, anyway, I'm digressing. Okay, so you have to call in to place your order, right? But it's not like a multi-line system. What you mean? (laughs) So the line's gonna be busy. Okay. They probably have like two phones maybe. Do they give you a time to pick it up or whatever? Well, yeah, they're open from, uh, uh, it varies, but some places take orders from nine to one, but they offer pickup till six. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to keep calling in to get through to someone. It's like crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're constantly calling and it's like busy. Um, it has like a little recorded message, basically like, try again, bitch. <laughs> um, so you call in. So the one closest to me, it was just busy. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I called a different one. Um, and I got through and you have to just like place your order over the phone. So it's like, you better know what you want. That's what um, I was about to say. Like, isn't the experience of like going to a wine and spirits, especially if you're yeah, getting wine, like no, I need yeah, to peruse. Don't get wine. I need just to don't peruse. even get wine. Just continue to go to the liquor. grocery store or wherever else they sell wine to get wine, because that's just going to be a mess unless you're going to get some really generic, you know what I'm saying? Like what's generic? Let's call somebody at home. <laughs> Moscato. Okay. Well, Moscato, though, but what brand, you know? That, uh, Unless you just say any Moscato. That shit juice. But yeah, but yeah there's like Barefoot, Sutter Home, like, you know, the basics. Anyway. Yeah, so you better know what you want. So then you got to give your card over the phone. So then, then you say when you're going to come pick it up. But then once you kind of pick it up, you have to call again and try to get through the fucking hotline. The hotline. <laughs> so, yeah. So luckily, luckily, I w- I didn't have to try that hard with this location, but um, the dude he's just like, yeah, what you got? Like on the phone, and I'm like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like two bottles of Cuervo. <laughs> so he's like, all right. He's like, just have your card out so I can like check it when you come out. And when I come out, I'm like, okay. So he comes out with the steady bop. Like he wearing just some black tee, little black mask. I'm like, this a whole nigga, like. I don't even know who you are. Like, it's a drug deal. <laughs> yeah, like the way he walked up to the car and I rolled the window down. He like peeking like, yeah, all right. So <laughs> he threw the bag in the car. Shut like, up. Felt so illegal. Did y'all do the hand dap and exchange like the card? I mean, damn near, but no, you know, it's, it's supposed to be contactless. I just rolled the window down. So he just like dropped it into the passenger seat. Word. That's funny. <laughs> but it was, it was funny. But, um. Yeah, so Philly peeps, uh, well, Pennsylvania peeps, the wine and spirits are back open. Yay. Right. I'm like, oh, Jesus. But, yes. Yeah, so. Well, at least y'all can get drunk. 
Oh my God. I went into that whole rant and we're talking about Drake. I was like, what the fuck yeah, are I mean, you talking uh, about? No, so I was at my friend's house. <laughs> we were drinking. <laughs> we were drinking the tequila. So we were like, you know, listening to music and she's like, uh, I didn't even know Drake had a new album. And I was like, uh. So then she was like, I'm going to hear it. And I was like, mm, I guess. Mm. Nigga, we got to like song four. We was falling asleep. It's, like, turn this shit off. Like, nah, this ain't going to work. It's boring. But I mean, I, I don't know. I said I was going to reserve, but so far it's boring. I'm going to go back and listen to it. I, I never really try to rate Do stuff. all the songs have that same It kind of feels like that. Jesus Christ. They all just ran together. I didn't even realize it was different songs. And I feel like he does very calculated stuff. Like he'll call this the demo tapes. So even if it don't slap, like they'll be like, it's just a demo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like he, he shoots himself bail. Like, so we really can't lose. I mean, I saw some people were excited to hear, I guess, some songs they were waiting to get released. I think people are just excited for new music, but I... I but some people genuinely like Drake, so whatever. I mean, I don't hate him. I think he's very talented. I think he makes good music. It's not something I go to every time, but I don't know. Like, when, when stuff like this comes out, this is, like, boring to me after a well, while. Well, I guess, yeah, so I'm like, I guess somebody likes it. Whatever. <laughs> That's a nice way to say it's trash. I was laughing... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not. What well, it ain't for me, right. right? It ain't for me. Um, I was just laughing though. People saying like, "No, this is supposed to be Beyonce and Meg's release." <laughs> like, and oh, then yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw Nicki that. Minaj and Doja. They were like, "It's the girl." I'm like, shut up. JoJo still make music. Up. Yeah, she just released. <laughs> she literally just released a song. Of, like, since the longest with um, who the fuck is on the song with her? I don't know. Somebody on a damn song. I don't care for that song either. Women but, really love JoJo. I didn't know that until like my adulthood. Like I remember like people really cape for JoJo. Yeah, people really like, well, I think she's one of the uh, white artists that all black people be caping for. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I never kept up with JoJo enough to know if I really like her or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I've never yeah. listened to anything. But speaking of... <laughs> uh. Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Right. Who you got? Jill. Really? Jill from Philly. Really? Yeah. I think, in my opinion, Sorry, go ahead. I think Erica, they both have hits. Now, I don't think either one is really going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked before, it's not a real competition, honestly. It's not a competition. But... To go through <clears throat> whose songs I like listen to more, like honestly, I'll put on Jill Scott before really? I put on Erica. Yeah, I think. But I'm I feel like I feel like. But the thing, the thing I can say is honestly, I feel like I hear Erica more. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I. You know what I mean? I don't feel like there's a lack of Erica in my life. I feel like you always hear her songs. You hear them everywhere. You hear them in the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like I hear Jill songs, so I have to go turn it on for me to be able to hear it. They play like they play Jill every now and then. You know what they I mean? Play, yeah, they definitely yeah, don't play Jill so a lot. That's the reason why it's not like I'm like. Ugh. Is it a but lack I've been of, hearing, of, of catalog, though? No, I never really kept up with how many no, albums it's Jill definitely Scott has. Not a lack, it's definitely not a lack of catalog. And Jill has definitely had a lot of hits. They just don't play them. Um, so and that's crazy. But you say I that because you're in Philly. You feel like I feel like if they're going to get played yeah, anywhere, right. they should be there. Yeah, right. True. But no, I hear Erica all the time. Um, But yeah, and I think, too, because I just grew up hearing Erica so much. Also, I'm just I just I don't know. And I like I don't know. I like Jill and Erica make completely different types of music. Mm-hmm. So 
I like uh I like Jill's style. I like the type of song she makes. I don't know. I like Erica too. So it was just gonna be fun watching it mm-hmm. just to hear them both um putting out their little hits. So should be a good time. Yeah, I think I lean more towards Erica. Just and I think it's well that's biased because you don't listen to Jill. So I mean, I've listened to Jill before, but you say you don't listen to her. I said I don't know all her albums. Well, exactly. You don't listen to her. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all just of... saying, like, but you're not. I'm not. God damn it, Zach. <laughs> Why are we have to go back and forth about this? <laughs> because I just shared I'm my saying, opinion on it. <laughs> I, but my my off. point is, I listen to both of them. You were saying you only really listen to one of them. I'm not saying you don't like Jill, but for you to not know her catalog, you know, of course you're going to lean more towards Erica. I feel like if you knew more of Jill's songs, maybe you might. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. I mean, I know the ones that I know the I know the Jill songs that we should be hearing on the radio, and I like them. Mm. But they just don't play them. So I mean, yeah, I mean, you have a point. But I think my aesthetic still leans more towards Erica, even with Mm. the the sample of what I've heard from Jill Scott, and it might just be a familiarity thing. Okay. You don't like that. You don't, you don't like my, have, my opinion. I can't have a thorough debate with you because I, I would I, it's need not you a to deba- know. It's not a debate. It turned into one. I would need you to know. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. I would need you to know Jill's song so at least we could compare. Well, it's going to be interesting because Remember I am Crown gonna... Royal, though? That's the jam. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That beat was the shit. Um, it's going to be interesting because when I watch it, I'll get mm-hmm. to actually see how much of the catalog I know because I feel like mm-hmm. they're going to play. I feel like when they when these artists do these versus things, they play mm-hmm. stuff that like the people who are true, true, true and true fans of them are going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, they played that one. So if mm-hmm. I know those ones, then I feel well, like I they're going to have to grasp. play the common ones, though, too. You know, yeah, they can't play them random album cuts. But uh, I hope neither one of them does something like stupid or weird. Because that's been the trend. It's I, always one. I would lean towards Erica doing something stupid or weird. But, like, not even, like, because, you know, she'd be all in character and shit on that Pisces Yeah, shit. yeah, of course. So, not, not even, like, the weird character. Just, you know what I mean? Like, what? You fucking it up. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of weird. Like, I hope nobody does anything to, like, throw off the vibe. I want to um, see them change. Is it? Do you know if it's still the 20-song format? Um... It's still kind of loose. I don't think that's just kind of what they've made it into because mm-hmm. which one went really long? I think it was the one, um, the second one they did went kind of long, but. Yeah, I, I was about I to say, know. like, they should be able to edit that number, like, depending on the artist. Cause, you know, some people you can yeah. throw up there and it's just like, all right, they don't even have enough to fill up 20 mm-hmm. or they have way more than 20. And to actually get a good battle out of it, we need more than that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shits be long as hell sometimes, though. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> well, yeah, when they don't just play the music and they keep talking. Yeah. Sometimes I be wanting to hear them talk, though. No, definitely want to hear them talk, but there's been times where they played the music either too long or they talk too long. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. She's been going on a posting thing of posting old photos of herself and kind of like, leaving these captions like take me back (laughs) take me back back. i I wish i was this girl yeah she posted a photo of her when she was younger it was just like you know i wish i was back here in this time 
before all the hate and all the blah 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 that comes with being famous. Um, I personally feel like she, she focuses too much on the hate. Mm. Um, somebody said something funny as hell, which rang kind of true. They said, "Um, Ari Lennox is the female Wale." <laughs> which is real because Wale you know <laughs> some of the criticism of Wale is just that like he makes decent music he, mm-hmm. you sent me that video earlier that new video was, was cool oh yeah that video yeah. was dope um, mm-hmm. rooting for everybody that's black I, I don't, something I but yeah I think that's the, that's the title it. it's off his last album but the video is dope if you got a chance go check that video out it's a uh, ill visual Um, but he makes decent music and I feel he feels underappreciated and it just in interviews that just like just comes out his pores and it makes people it leaves like a bad taste in people's mouth mm-hmm. where people might that might have supported his music will kind of be turned off because it doesn't seem like he's grateful for the position that he's in. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of the same way with Ari because yeah. I don't know. I think she goes out of her way to entertain the trolls. Yeah. Yeah, they're just trolls. Right. <laughs> and I mean, it is hard. It, I, I can't imagine because it's hard just for regular people to deal with the fact that everyone is not going to like you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you run into those people every now and then that just don't like you. <laughs> you yeah. <know? laughs> There's sure no real reason. Um, you know, they just don't they just don't mesh well with you. Uh, so I can't really imagine being in the spotlight how that is. But you. You know, you can't keep hollering and screaming about it and trying to convert people. You know, some people just ain't going to like you mm. and you just going to deal with it. And like you said, focus on the people who are giving you positivity and that do appreciate you. Um, I never used to understand that when I was little. I remember my mom would say that like, everybody ain't going to like you, Britt. And I'm like, what? I'm like, Why not? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not going to. Huh? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, as you grow older, you see just. fuck that like who cares who wants to be liked by everyone i don't but like i'm saying that as us regular people you know when you got to deal with people commenting in your faces places you don't even know people having conversations about you and you don't even see it yeah you know it's that has to be a lot is is that the price you pay for being in a spotlight though no it is but like you were saying you know instead of hollering and screaming about it just you just can't even focus your energy on it and you know that's kind of like don't let people see you sweat you know like Mm -hmm. you can't keep always throwing out your insecurities and things like that because it's gonna start making you look weak yeah but it also just that's just like you you throw out insecurity after insecurity like that is you're throwing out targets well right yeah because you're gonna start thinking like oh hey maybe i feel that way too right (laughs) Um, well, I was saying like, is is it the price you pay? But also it's a decision to actually go and read comments or, or read the feedback. Even if you're trying to get, trying to respond to everybody, like, I wonder how you balance that because there's one way, one thing in being interactive with your fan base and making sure that you're responding to people as much as possible. That's a good thing. But also like you physically have to you know, I mean, push the, the, the details, things open and read through these comments. And I don't yeah. even know, even if it's positive, I don't even think that that can be negative, too, if you're just getting nothing but positivity all the time. Yeah, I'm sure it takes time to be able to get to that point where you don't, because I'm sure, you know, you always wonder 
And, you know, they are regular ass people like us. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'd be rough seeing that. Yeah, no, you know? no, it definitely would be. It definitely would be. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of, all right, so, so earlier this week, Oprah, Questlove, Common, Alanis Morissette, and Julia Roberts. Okay. Oh, Alanis Morissette. Um, they're gonna lead a call to unite twenty four hour live stream to raise money. Don't go on a land. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, this is random as hell, right? I mean, they're all random, honestly. Not one. We'll get to that. Um, a call to unite twenty four hour live stream to raise money for COVID relief. I saw that they said so. What they're saying is billionaires and millionaires unite to ask unemployed people for money. <laughs> yeah, Oprah got some nerve. Was it was it I didn't even see this. I mean you sent it to me, but um I didn't really look into it. Is it like just it's just like a open donation thing? They're not like targeting their friends? Mm, no, I think it's an open <laughs> donation. It's an open donation. It's like a mega church asking for mm. money. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they got it. But they're yeah, still they passing like that. Collection. Celebrity yeah. celebrity benefit for don't include us. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm telling you, it's literally a mega church, yo. It's like it's like Joel Olstein. What are they gonna be doing to raise money? You know, Common going through some spoken word. Uh, is this supposed to be a, sh- a live stream? I think so. Yeah, I think From so. From there, yeah. each individual. You know, they gonna have like the little the dollar sign, the dollar amount. And it's gonna keep changing. Like, yes, yes, we're almost at a hundred billion. <laughs> keep, keep, keep doing it. Uh, I guess. Spend your last. But yeah, common, yo, common's everywhere, bro. <laughs> common is gonna do some spoken word, and I don't know if anybody wants to hear spoken word right now. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, Maybe. <laughs> I wish I can give you this healing. Oh God, I've been over common the Corona ever since he was humping that underage girl. Oh, we we saw that live. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, can we then, let's give some context? I, saw it on media let, I know. Let's give some context though. <laughs> let's tell people what happened. We went to. I feel like we might have told this story before. I don't we remember. might have. There's new listeners though. Um, we went to. <laughs> this is quite possibly the best concert I've been to. Uh, it was Nerd, right? It was it was mm-hmm. Chester French opened. Whatever happened oh. to Chester French? I don't know. They were kind of cool, right? Yeah. Chester French opened, then it was Common, and then it was Nerd was the was the headliner. Amazing. No, Nerd was on before Common. Was it? Why? Because I was pregnant You're and right. I left after Nerd went off. I I went to the back because it was too hot. Yeah, you got on stage. Yeah, I got pulled on stage she- by fucking family, and I was like. Ugh. No, you was hype. I wish we had video of that. I wasn't hype. I was not hype. I was pretending. It was for I, everybody. Yeah, I, kn- I know. It was for I everybody. I was on stage. Knows. I, li- I know. I really didn't want to go on stage. I was two months pregnant. And I was like, no. And all the girls were up there gyrating and twerking and being nasty. I was not trying to do that. That's not <laughs> even me for one. Uh, two, I'm pregnant. I, would, I just wanted to chill with you guys. And you guys all pushed me. And then they grabbed me I don't me know up. if I pushed you. Huh? I don't know if I pushed you. I don't even know if you were next to me, but I know I got pushed by people. And I'm like, I, I wasn't, no, I didn't need assistance. Like, I, I was kind of trying to hide uh, because the other girl, Rochelle, that was there. She got pulled up, too, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So. All right. Back to comments. So at the well, end- I was hype. So I think that's why they're like, yeah, you. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm hype back here. 
Yeah, so I was just on the side, kind of just chilling, you know, like, all right, I'm gonna dance on the side. Um, but yeah, so then I went to the back, and that's when Common came out, and then he pulled girls on stage. Didn't Common ask if you were all right? Hmm? Did Common ask you if you were all right? No, wasn't Britney there, the tall, tall, light skinned Britney, and she passed out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She passed yeah, out, and Common Brittany. asked her if she was <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, she was talking to Common in the back. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she woke up and, like, oh, Brit. <laughs> But um, yeah, that concert was fun. That concert was mad fun. <laughs> but yeah, at, like, towards the end of Common Show, he pulled somebody, he pulled a girl up on stage. And what what did he do? Like He picked her up and was like humping her in the air. Like he picked her up facing her. Like, you know, they were facing each other uh-huh. and her legs were like wrapped around. And he's like, well, honestly, she didn't want to. You could tell. Like she was kind of like has all of a sudden picked her up and she just looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a lot. And I'm like, ew. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> so then that shit was like on video. Because I was like, she looks young. So then, yeah, I remember seeing it on media takeout. Media like, takeout the very I next day. I knew it. Nasty ass. Nasty man. Now you don't pick her out of all the people. I feel like Common's looked the same for the last like 50 years. Common is the black Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't changed at all. Right. Um, where were we at? Mm. oh yeah we were talking about this oh. damn fundraiser <laughs> i'm like i don't know <laughs> yeah we were talking about the fundraiser the fundraiser um all right i also came across diddy and this kind of goes back to the pandering hold up <laughs> what they just busted my head. I started doing it again. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so Diddy said um, the black vote will not be free this year. And some close to bad boy is saying, I love when they say some close to bad boy. Who? <laughs> Who? Fonsworth? <laughs> Shut up. Right? Um, Fonsworth. Some, some close to bad boy is saying that he's contemplating endorsing Trump over Biden. And there's rumors of him working on a deal with Trump that would, quote, benefit all black people, not just him. Are he going to get reparations? I don't know. You, That's the only thing. That's literally the only reparations, thing. reparations, yo. It's not even about me wanting it. Like, literally, that's the only thing that would, you know, suffice for him saying that he's going to vouch for Trump is if he gets Trump to pay out reparations. Hmm. Nah, I don't know if that's my only thing there's, is like, other than that there's no other good reason like no matter what, what if you it's say like what if it's like um reparations in the form of um reforming like all the schools in the inner city and no. getting them the resources that they need no. to have no know. why is no. that no no and that is because all right here we go all right let's go that let's is get because, it <laughs> because that is not the the, the issue now we spoke about reparations a few times yeah. and did know much. And I've been trying to learn and understand the people who make the argument and why they're making the argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just give us money, give us money. It's not about that. Basically, if you go through the timeline, the whole issue is generational wealth mm-hmm. and how basically African-Americans don't have any wealth in this country. And of course we can keep rolling back, rolling back, rolling back. And like we talked about before, listening to that one series that got cut very short, that podcast series. Yeah. Um, um, oh God. Wow. What the hell is that? I forgot what it was. I know. Called. It's been so long. I forgot what it was called. 
same here. Um, I wonder why that really got cut off. Something happened. Sixteen nineteen podcast. Yes. We talked about it. I don't remember. Something happened where basically they were like, "Whoa, like chill, chill, chill." Like you giving out too much information because it started talking about the farming mm-hmm. and how you know that got fucked up with the banks and stuff. So. Anyway, it's about generational wealth and the fact that we built the country, mm-hmm. like literally did so many years of free labor. You know what I'm saying? Like literally built the country and were never compensated for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you just keep going down the line of other ways that, you know, white people have stepped in to stop the progression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like all these roadblocks and things like that keep happening, but you guys have profited off of our people for so long you know so it's like that's yeah it's a fucking debt it's a debt literally it's a debt to a whole group of people i think yeah i totally agree i totally agree so that's really what it's about i know they're Um, standing on it but here's here's where uh, i'm i'm focused on the mechanism in which it can be enforced right so if you just give money to people that don't have the education on how to create generational wealth then they can blow it on absolutely nothing. And then they're in the same position. And then the debt has been paid and now you're in the same position. So like it's over at that point. So my thing is just like, I know, but I mean, of course there's going to be that group of people. mm -hmm. But my thing is just like, how do we, I think it worked into it. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I'm, but that's not, that's not going to suffice just getting education. I think you education know? is a big thing with it. Though. No, but only education and no payment. No, not, for not just payment. every. That's it. what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Okay. That's what I mean. I'm saying if, for instance, like we were saying in the beginning, Diddy getting just education. Like no. Yeah, that was just me throwing something what? out there. I, that, yeah, that's education not with what? So of course it's not only going to be about money. I'm sure there's going to be a whole structure to it if it were to ever even happen. Mm-hmm. But, um just the what has happened to our people you know it's just like all of this is because of so many different things Mm -hmm. um and you know what's interesting though what so um not even that is interesting so the rollout of the stimulus check right Mm -hmm. they couldn't really parse out they had to make like real generalizations of parsing out who gets it and who doesn't get it Mm-hmm. So they couldn't control like, you know, because there were some people that were still working as myself. I'm still getting twelve hundred, but I'm also still getting paid. Right. And I think the reason for that is I might need it. Obviously, we don't know how this mm-hmm. is going to be, but I don't think they can really parse out who gets it and who doesn't. So I wonder how do they parse out if they were to do a repar- uh, reparations? How do they parse out who should get it and who mm-hmm. doesn't get it? Because, you, um, you know, uh, that's just me. No, throwing I get out what there. you're saying. And basically, I mean, if you look at how. Jewish people got a payout. You know, they had to find some way to figure out who's actually Jewish and was affected and who mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, and that's the same thing here. I mean, it would only go to African-American people and you would need to have some sort of lineage. You know what I'm saying? Where you're from this country and you're you, you know what I mean? Your ancestors essentially, you know, contributed mm-hmm. uh, to building this country and i'm sure that'd be very complicated and of course there's going to be some schemes and scams very complicated i mean i don't think it's that complicated but 
I think it, it would be, be because it, it could be it could be figured out. A lot of our history, because <laughs> you know, it could be figured out. But I feel like a lot of our history, we don't even know. So I think, I think the first thing they have to do African ancestry for everybody <laughs> for free. I mean, it's not even about African ancestry because we all have mm. African DNA. It's just the fact of being from this country, like. But slavery wasn't that damn long ago, honestly. So mm-hmm. if you can track back to your great, great, great. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you really need to get tracked so, back to see if they were involved in the shit. So just just conversation purposes, what happens? Because I'm sure there's needle in a haystack. I don't know how this would even happen. But let's say there was mm-hmm. a black person whose lineage wasn't affected by slavery in the United States. Let's say if it was slavery in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. but that well, person is working but, here. Do they not? Do they not get reparations? No, because they did not build the country here. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. You know, like that would be how are we? Say if we moved over there, just because our ancestors were affected by slavery, we weren't affected in that country. Mm-hmm. So why would we be able to benefit something over there that should go to those people who were there and whose family has directly been affected? You know. Mm-hmm. So, like, how would I go over to Haiti and then try to get benefits and stuff? That, that wouldn't make sense. And that wouldn't be fair to those Haitian people, you know, that I'm taking stuff that goes to them. No, I mean, it's true. No, no, no it's true. I'm just it, it would be so hard to just figure out how to how to do it. Or it'd be, I'm not going to say it's hard. Well, it would be honestly, time consuming. They didn't start letting black people from other countries into America until end of the 60s. Really? So, Yeah. The civil rights movement basically helped open up to let people of color come over here. Yeah. So that's the thing, too, that's really not talked about. Um, You know, African-Americans in this country with us fighting for equality and stuff opened up the doors for a lot of other people to be able to come into the country. But it's unfortunate because you know, we still don't really get nothing, (laughs) you know? And it's like, we're still, we're still kind of like the very bottom. I mean, it's us and Mexicans that are like at the bottom of the totem here in America. Um, You know, and then too, because a lot of people that are not black people that aren't from this country come here and they, you know, they didn't already, they're not already beaten down from our system here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's in play um, from having to, try to make it here in the country and being dirt poor and all that and then just not being able to get ahead and then also honestly just having like you know a chip on our shoulder so you're gonna get the people who are new to america and ready to work and don't really know what we've been through in the country they're gonna be like all right cool like you know Mm. i'll work with you i'll do it i'm not gonna cause a problem you know i'm not gonna cause no issues but niggas here (laughs) (laughs) we already kind of like fuck you but, you know, that, we, we make it work. That was kind of like, um, it was like kind of a revelation for me. You know, we get mm-hmm. so consumed with like our history here and we kind of just assume like people around the world know exactly what's, what's happened and how we feel about oh, here. Oh, yeah, no. And they all, absolutely right. don't. And I, I mm-hmm. learned that, interestingly enough, through Deontay Wilder, the, the mm-hmm. boxer. Because, you know, when he was going on his tirade, he made like the whole thing, you know, he was doing, um, what was he saying? What was the catchphrase? No till this day oh yeah yeah yeah. right he was doing mm-hmm. that and the person who was interviewing him was this black journalist i forgot his name uh mm-hmm. i think radio raheem i think we talked about this before but pretty much what radio raheem was saying like was, was trying to probe him to explain 
his comments and the plight of African Americans. Mm-hmm. And Deontay Wilder was just in the moment and was like yelling mm-hmm. at him mm-hmm. and was thinking that he was kind of uh, not knowing what Deontay Wilder was talking about. Mm-hmm. But in Ahmad, uh, Radio Raheem's um, defense, where he was just like, yo, people from London don't pay attention. Like, like black people in London are, are not f- fixated on the problems of African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So they don't know the history. So mm-hmm. when you were saying like immigrants come over here and they don't really know mm-hmm. or they have a totally different attitude. Well, it's also fucked up because of yeah how we're portrayed in this country to the rest of the world and, you know, the people here. So mm-hmm. people that aren't from here come here and they're just like, oh, this group of people is a problem. Yeah. And it's like, no, we 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 have an issue for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't help when you got shows like black as fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. So yeah, um, Diddy, that's no. There's no good reason to support Trump <laughs> or even Biden. You know what I mean? You don't need to vouch for either one of them if they're not genuinely going to be doing something. I, I want to see what this deal is. Really? I, at least just to know, just to be informed, and then well, I can yeah, say, definitely. Yeah. But I'm not going to agree with it if that's all that it is yeah i mean i don't know what some that's just you know some talk yeah i don't know what the there's no details on that i just threw that out no i know Uh, i'm just saying that sounds like something that would happen though (laughs) right um all right so we're 40 minutes in we're trying to limit the corona talk as much as possible on these on these uh these episodes just because i feel like everybody's so inundated i kind of checked out though yeah, definitely checked out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's better for everybody's mental health. Mm-hmm. But you did send me some earlier in the week, and I do think it is important to stay up to date at least a little bit. Oh, Balance yeah. it out. But it was two doctors out of California, Dr. Dan Erickson and Dr. Artin Masihi. Okay. And it was titled, How We Are Be... <laughs> right? You're like, oh, them? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um... <laughs> It was titled, How We Are Being Set Up for the Biggest October Surprise in American History. So I went over some data, and it said that at the time, this is based in California, at the time... Do people know what October Surprise is? If you don't, that's just the big event that happens right before election. Continue. I didn't even know that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they always say right before the election, like, something big happens in October. That's supposed to, like you know sway the people sway the people one way or the other mm-hmm. i think I've, mm-hmm. I've heard of that i didn't know it was called that yeah um but it said at the time california has had 1227 deaths from covid which means the state of california you have a 0.03% chance of dying as for the state of new york it was reported 19410 deaths out of 19 million people which makes the death rate 0.1% Um, Mm -hmm. compared to the flu in 2017, which held a 0.13 chance of death. So the lethality, well, I've never said that word. Wow. Lethality. I've never heard that word. Right? (laughs) The lethality of COVID is much less than what was anticipated. Now, when you read those numbers, I'm not trying to discredit death. You know what I mean? 19,410 deaths is a lot. Yeah. Uh, 1,000. One death is a lot. Doesn't matter. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. 
But when you compare it to the flu, which had, I believe, an annual of 36,000 mm. uh, deaths. And but is that throughout the whole country? This, this, is, this is throughout the whole country. Yeah, you're 36, right. 36,000 for the whole country or just New York? Correct. Correct. See? 36,000 for does the it, country. That's a big thing. Does it say that in the article? It doesn't does say it that. Just say th- See, this is what I'm talking about. That shit. <laughs> Nigga, you said this to me. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying, like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, no, I was main, mainly talking about the whole thing and they're talking about your immune system. Oh, I yeah. So I'm about to get to that. To that. But see, yeah. see, because if you want to go off numbers of the whole country in deaths, mm. sure it surpasses. This is that bullshit. All right, continue. He goes on to say that there's also a spike in domestic violence, child abuse, suicide, alcoholism, anxiety, depression. And he's arguing that this is bigger than the seasonal flu because these things are things that can affect a a lifetime right which is true but then he goes on to the immune system in which the immune system is built by being exposed to viruses and bacteria when you're kid and you crawl around and you put things in your mouth that builds the immune system and its response we are now being told to stay indoors disinfect everything so these these lysols that we're using 99 percent kills all germs bacteria Disinfect mm-hmm. everything um, and not touch anything. Wear a mask while we're outside. So we're not sharing this bacteria. So mm-hmm. when we open back up, we're sending a whole bunch of people with weakened immune system back. Mm-hmm. And we could look at the rise. We could see the rise of diseases and viruses tenfold mm-hmm. and opening back up to the public. Mm -hmm. it's a sticky situation well i mean that's for those people too i think that are like super duper on it and like religious about disinfecting and cleaning everything because i feel like all of us do something that cleans but there's still like loopholes and gaps like yeah "Yeah, you clean that but you didn't clean that so and i feel like when this first happened like all this started with you know you gotta wear a mask and can't really go anywhere a few weeks like but I say around three weeks ago when I was going out, I would come home and I would kind of have a sore throat, like, but I would start popping like vitamin C like crazy mm-hmm. or I would start chugging NyQuil. And that did happen a few times now. I've been going out and literally nothing has been happening. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do believe that, you know, cause I feel like I was getting exposed to shit because I was coming home like, oh fuck, like I don't feel right, but I was just knocking it out. You know, if you get on it super early sometimes, yeah. you'll be okay. But I can see that those people who legit aren't going anywhere at all and who have been like really, really cleaning everything and being paranoid about it. I'm worried about that population. But then, too, I mean, you know, also, you know, everybody isn't affected by it the same way. So even if, say, I did, you know, come in contact with it, Mm -hmm. maybe I wasn't affected as affected as someone else. Or maybe you're immune. You're what's it called? What What do they call that? You're not showing any symptoms. You're asymptomatic. Well, I, I was getting a sore throat. I remember you kept yelling at me like, stop going out. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I know. What were you going out for, by the way? Hmm, I don't know. I be going out like every day. <laughs> you think they're going to open back up soon? I don't go out nowhere crazy. I mean, I do go to the store and stuff. Or Everybody got to go to the store. Yeah. Um. Do I think they're going to open soon? Yeah. What's soon? <laughs> june 1st oh god just throwing that date Uh, out there i've heard that date before i think they will i don't think they should but i think they're gonna start feeling the pressure Mm. you know 
because other all these other places are going to start opening up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think so. I hear some roofers right next door now at uh, my neighbor's house working. Because I know they started letting construction here start back up on the first. Oh, did they? So. Mm-hmm. They all got liquor and construction. Uh. <laughs> nice. So what if like, the construction people were like, we ain't going back to work if I can't get my malt. <laughs> if I can't get my 40. <laughs> um, there was another thing you had sent over to me, and it was a, an explanation for the meat shortages. I don't know if you've been paying attention or if, you, or if any of our listeners have been, been uh, paying attention that um, they're expecting meat shortages to come. Mm-hmm. And it was a farmer, and he was explaining um, COVID has created a bottleneck, like supply and demand. And mm-hmm. the government is ask, is actually helping farmers kill their own livestock, depopulate, and disposal methods. Um, they're euthanizing chickens, plowing under crops, aborting and burying pea feeder pigs. I don't even know what a feeder pig is. Um, mm-hmm. And dumping milk. But recently, the U.S. imported about 25 tons of beef from Nambia, Africa. And the fear is that the meat is less regulated and um, less safe, not as good quality as ours. And they're posing the question of why are we killing our own livestock just to import an outside source? And it sets a dangerous uh, precedence that the government now has full control over our produce. Yeah, that's just weird. That's weird. I don't know what that's about. Scared of that? You looking something up? Yeah. What you touch? Trying to see if there's any other information on that. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's all regurgitation, same shit. Um, I know that a lot of the uh, animals and crops that are being destroyed right now belong to different restaurants. Okay. Uh, restaurant groupings or national restaurants, you know, that just have to have their own supply because they use that much and because they're not in business right now, mm-hmm. you know, like they're needing to destroy their shit, which still is just, it's a problem because I mean, it's just, it's just all around a fucked up thing. You know, the fact that we even needed to be producing that much in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of, of course, money. <laughs> this is one of the things. Uh, this is probably just another symptom getting highlighted by this. Like yeah, it's just the, it's really highlighting the the factory farming mm-hmm. techniques. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's 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 hard because <laughs> I know people have their businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. but then something like this happens, and then you have to kill stuff because you don't even have nowhere to send it. Mm-hmm. Because I guess groceries maybe get their stuff from a certain place and they don't even, you know what I mean? That'd be way more than that they could even sell in time before it goes bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a messed up situation. What scares me a little bit is couple that with like what we talked about a few episodes ago when there were like in Targets and certain certain Walmarts and stuff, they're walling off what's deemed essential and what's not. And one of the things mm-hmm. they walled off in this particular Walmart from that video that was posted was your own seeds Mm -hmm. so you're telling farmers to kill their livestock also uproot some of their crops but then the average person can't even buy their own seeds what exactly is going on people better start getting on it right now right before everything (laughs) closes down listen you better start learning how to grow some shit (laughs) 
straight up. start collecting seeds because or, or do a alex jones oh my god alex jones yeah i sent you a video alex jones oh, is out here yo Jesus. can we play that you should be able to play that right <laughs> yeah why not i don't know <laughs> Alex Jones. I didn't even know he was still like doing a show because he got completely shut down. It's on his like own. You got to go yeah. to like his website. Right, right. Listen to this guy. <laughs> I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'll, I'm just going to be honest. With my superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff. But I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. <laughs> I hate my neighbors. See? See? My superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> my superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. Yeah, he sounds like a fucking toad. Oh, his voice sounds terrible. Oh, my God. God, does he smoke three packs of cigarettes a day? Jesus. But yeah, um, for those of you who don't know who Alex Jones is, <laughs> um, God, I don't even know how to explain him. He started off as being a conspiracy theorist. Um, he was now he's super right wing. He was nothing before because he just hated government. He hated everything. Uh-huh. He questioned everything. Um, he was just all about survival when all of this comes cr- crumbling down like that was his shit. He would talk about aliens and. All types of governments keeping a secret. I don't know. Once Trump started running for election, he kind of went crazy. And then because, you know, along with those right wingers, they were talking about, you know, basically they thought Trump was going to just crumble the establishment. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what they thought was going to happen. And so Alex jumped on that bandwagon and then he just went fucking nuts um, and ended up getting kicked off of like YouTube. every social media. Yeah, his YouTube channel. The thing got that canceled. got him kicked off is uh, what was this? The school the, shooting with the all the school, kids. Yeah, the yeah. school shooting. I think it was Newtown. Mm. I don't remember, but yeah, he had said basically he thought it was uh, a setup. Um, and he's saying like people, people were actors. People that lost yeah. their childrens in it were were actors. Went to court for it too, though. Yeah, so those families were very upset about that. <laughs> so that kind of is what made him uh get pushed out of his his old platforms but i guess he's still going and i always think that i always think alex jones like i always like all right he he took it there but now like what (laughs) yo not for nothing though there were some things he was really right about though yeah back in the day i used to listen to him yeah back in the day but he went nuts um and but why are you instantly like jumping to eating your neighbors and feeding your children your neighbors he said his daughters ain't going hungry yo like damn who said they wanted to eat that how like, far do that- we have to fall for us to start looking at each other like a meal i mean god that's why i was like there's no vegetables i don't know Britt. remember when you went to the body museum oh come on why we gotta bring that up <laughs> <laughs> there were no vegetables there say okay Britt went to the body museum and walked out of it she's looking at she's looking at like human tissue and muscle she walks out of this joint and goes hmm, i'm hungry listen 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 i was starving right and i should have ate before i went and they had um preserved humans in this museum it was like a science thing and so it showed all their muscle and stuff and that shit looked like corned beef (laughs) i was like damn i'm kind of (laughs) hungry stay away from brit if it hits the fan yo i think she's one of i saw i i don't know if i said this before i saw this documentary on hbo when i was a teenager and they were interviewing cannibals that were in jail uh, and they said that we taste like ham 
we would taste like ham. <laughs> what if only Americans tasted like ham? And it was I'm literally done. just because of the diet. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. What do Europeans okay. taste like? Oh, God. Ew, they taste like fucking turkey. <laughs> it tastes like bologna. Bologna? Ew. <laughs> I just need them tasting like some very, like, you know, very dry meat. Very subtle. You know, I'm thinking about other places. What do, what do Canadians taste like? Oh. Uh, deer. I don't know. Right, elk. <laughs> elk. Elk meat. <laughs> hey yo, this just in, yo. Apparently, there's a uh Asian murder oh hornet. God. Tired of this shit. What are y'all? What are y'all doing over there? I'm noticing a pattern. God. <laughs> I'm noticing Tripping. a pattern here. I think I think it's on purpose now. Right. Release the murder hornets. Right. This is phase two. Goodness. All right. So deadly hornets from Asia have been found in the U.S. for the first time. These aggressive insects known as murder hornets can wipe out bee colonies within hours and have stingers powerful enough to puncture beekeeping suits. It says that thousands and thousands of bees with their heads torn off were fucking found. Jesus. Thousands. And they said that they release, they, they take the thorax. Wait, it says... The queens of the Asian giant hornets can grow up to two inches long. Fuck that. And, the, <laughs> and they use mandibles shaped like spark, uh, sparks, spiked shark fins to wipe out a honeybee hive. And it says um, they decapitate the bees and fly away with their thoraxes to feed their young. They don't eat nothing else? I guess not. But there was this video, and then this kind of shifting gear. It's kind of the same thing, right? But you ever see, mm-hmm. like, every now and then there's a certain type of wasp that will mm-hmm. fly into a bee's nest and just go ham and just start killing everything in there. No. Yeah, yo. It's I a haven't video seen of it. it, but I've heard of it. Right. So what the bees do, the bees like get together and they just swarm the wasp while it's in there. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. buzzing, that buzzing mm-hmm. raises the wasp like core temperature and literally cooks it from like the inside out. And that's how they kill it. Like, I think they need to figure out how to do that with these deadly hornets bees oh, have had the it bees do. yeah the bees have had it rough huh they were already dying now we didn't unleash like the fucking psycho killer and gonna hornet and you know they're supposed to be pollinating our food so now we got america <laughs> and these fucking asian murder hornets attacking our crops yo, but really it says that... the world yo <laughs> what in the world <laughs> like what are y'all doing um it says that these hornets their stinger is long enough to puncture a beekeeping suit. Yeah. So these beekeepers really got to watch out. That, you know, that's their job. Um, and it says in Japan, the hornets kill up to 50 people a year. So and it was saying that the sting feels like a hot metal driving into your skin. Like a sting? Like if you get stung by one of those. How does it kill them, though? The people. Maybe some people are allergic, like some people are allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't stung. But scientists have embarked on a full-scale hunt for the hornets. <laughs> what is that supposed to make us feel better? Yeah. It says if we can't do it in the next couple of years, it probably won't be stopped. Uh-oh. Uh, Why'd they come oh, over shit. here, though? They flew all the way over here. No, somebody brought that shit. Think so? It ain't make it across the fucking Pacific. The, nah, not the Pacific. <laughs> the Pacific. Hmm. 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 I'm like reading to see where how I get here. I don't want to say that. <laughs> they ain't saying that. 
You know, they, they were coming out with technology to make like, like mechanic bees that still pollinate flowers. That's cute. <laughs> cute though? No, I'm just like, fuck, man. Here we go. You know, there's also like that conspiracy of everything becoming mechanical and, you know, robots are going to replace everyone and the animals. I think they, I don't know. <laughs> we're getting closer and closer. I Technology, kind of. Hopefully, I don't got time for this shit. Mm-mm. Please don't let me reincarnate here. I don't want to do that. You know, on. <laughs> I don't, don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to. At least we got to experience some normal life. Like I really don't want to come back here, at all. I was thinking about the, you know, the kids growing up right now. Mm-hmm. Like I feel bad for them. What? Just like they haven't experienced, no, you fuck know, them kids. Why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, Why? just like growing up in this time, like have they not experienced? I was, I was thinking about like, think about the news when we were younger. This is just an mm-hmm. example. The news used to feel like they were actually just presenting stuff, like information. Now the news is kind of like just bending, and it's like talk pieces. So these yeah. kids are literally getting the news as talk pieces right now. And that's shaping like the world for them going forward. And that's just a, like a small snippet of what they're there's saying. There's good and bad with that. Yeah. Because now there's at least more outlets and more ways to get news. So you can at least try to find the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Back then we all had that one centralized thing. But they all had that one centralized script. Everybody huddle around their <laughs> the one TV. They all read from the script. It's still a script though. No, but I'm saying like other people like who just not like people that actually work for a yeah. news station or something. People that are just going rogue. You ever see the video that like the news stations where they splice like everybody saying the same story and they're literally saying the same shit as if it's a script? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> it is. All right, y'all. Uh, that is it for this week's episode of the BZ Podcast. Thank you again for listening. Um, share, like, subscribe. Love us. We need affection. Comments. <laughs> I was just getting on Ari for like looking in her comments, yo. But anytime somebody comments on our page, I'm like, yeah, please. I need to read it. I need to read it. Small sample size. <laughs> uh, anything you got to say to the people? I hope everyone has a great week and we'll see y'all next time. We are out of here. Peace. Bye. Grew up down the bayou while Ferrer could buy the door. Word to Jayu. Ugly brushes don't paint us. At a time when they hang us. Basky out our bodies try to paint us. Times never change us. Talk to never question God, but. <clears throat> Sometimes things seem so odd. Black Wall Street, set up people free. Smoke, filling the lungs. Hard to breathe when you can't see. Now they asking why we can't be. At a time when they burnt down our forever. Money make the world go round, I guess. Still we stay blessed, though we say less. Sevenfold invest, we are creators. Curators of guitars and stoplights. Super soakers, ACs when the heat beat both stress. James East West for the mics we spoke with. See, we shine bright in the midst of the hate. Though they wish we ain't exist, it's a story of Job. Head high, remain the bold, never fold. Each step, forming streets of gold. Know the code, greatness that we hold. Everything we owe. Everything we owe, yeah. And it's a story of Job. It's a story of gold. It's a story of Job. Each step, forming streets of gold. It's a story of Job. It's a story of Job. Like Moses said.